0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly seven hundred and fifty dollars on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven All right, welcome to episode three fifty six. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. I can't say it enough because it is an absolute privilege for me to be able to do this, to do this for a living, and it's because of you. So thank you so much for everything you do, for showing me so much love, for buying my journals, for sharing the podcast, for listening to the podcast. Literally everything in between, thank you. And today I wanna to do an episode on a topic that is very real and I think so important because it's very widespread. And at a glance, it's going to sound like a downer, but I'd really encourage you to follow my logic here around the why behind this mindset because it's really rescued me, that's myself, that's Case, that's the 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 king of optimism, it's rescued me from letting loneliness get to me in a real way, and that's what I want to talk about, feeling lonely. And I've done a couple episodes on this topic over the years, and I'd, I'd recommend listening to episode 274 if you want more on this topic, but I was thinking about this earlier in the context of today, 2022. And frankly, frankly, I was thinking about how much it sucks when you feel lonely. It really is on par with a breakup, with heartbreak of some kind, with loss in life. Like sometimes we underestimate just how emotionally draining, how negatively transformative it can be to feel lonely. To feel lonely for extended periods of time can, time can really change your life in a negative way. And I'm sure feeling lonely is something that you can relate to because we've all felt this way at some point in our life. We've all felt alone literally alone, uh, a stage in life where maybe you had fewer friends than you used to or where you're striking out on dating but everyone else is happily coupled up and there you are literally, physically alone and lonely. But more than that, of course, there's the loneliness that's more of a state of mind, an emotional state. It's where you struggle to find connection to to anything really to people of course but also maybe your job or your purpose or things that interest you or don't interest you hobbies entertainment you name it you struggle to find connection to those things and you feel alone in the world you feel that you're the only person feeling that way that no one else really understands you inside and out and you you feel frankly that you don't even understand you sometimes And you don't have anyone to talk about it. And I really get that. I really, really do. And I have a thought on loneliness here that I think is really redeeming. And I hope can help you in some way if you relate to this. Which I have a feeling you do. Because this is a very universal feeling. That is, if you feel lonely. If you feel disconnected or lost or falling behind or just unengaged. I think this will be really real and particularly helpful for you. Because of all the things I talk about in the podcast, anxious thoughts, overthinking, feeling unlovable, feeling a lack of self-esteem, you name it, I'm privileged that I really feel those things for long periods of time. Sure, I feel them just like everyone else, but I joke that I'm a hardwired optimist and usually I snap right out of it. But outside of those things, the one feeling that I'm certainly not immune to myself is that of loneliness, of feeling lonely in my life, I've always felt a bit disconnected at times in a sense. Like I'm so like passionately and intrinsically drawn to my creative side and my purpose. And, you know, I have a very hyper tuned in sense of self-awareness that I've always, I've, you know, I've felt lonely from time to time in my life, disconnected from common interests of other people, just no, no interest in silly conversations or superficial things or fantasy football or whatever it may be. And that's led in my life to periods of time where I felt lonely, where I was just going through the motions, but I felt a deep sense of disconnect or relationships where it was a committed relationship, a long-term relationship, but even in the confines of that, I felt lonely. So for whatever it's worth, <laughs> I know what it feels like to be lonely to be lonely while surrounded by people. That's real loneliness. And also just to feel lonely because you feel disconnected. You feel like you're constantly searching for something that's constantly eluding you. You're searching for people who get it, but you can't seem to find them. Everything in between. Like, I really do understand that. So please know I'm approaching this subject from a a place of experience and a place of empathy. And, you know, loneliness is one of those topics where the quick easy answer is easy. (laughs) And it's that, oh, you know, it's okay to feel lonely because everyone feels lonely. Everyone feels lonely. So you feeling lonely today, you're not alone. You're not alone in this. You might feel that way, but just know it's a very common feeling. And I suppose hearing that does help you feel a little bit better, right? Like, okay, we're all in this together. Uh, Someone else felt lonely and they overcame it and I will too. Okay, that feels great. But It doesn't really stop the fact that feeling lonely really, really sucks. Truly. It's like a bad breakup. It's like heartbreak. It's like loss. It's very draining. Loneliness can cause you to doubt yourself long-term, your worth, your passion, your self-esteem, and it can lead to even worse things like depression and anxiety and things like that. So first things first, I just want to say that as cliche as it is, realizing that you're not alone is helpful. Because it encourages you to feel that emotion. If you're lonely, feel lonely. Don't ignore it. You can't improve what you refuse to acknowledge. So, first things first, feel it. And actually, on that note, real quick, I, I rarely recommend other podcasts on the show because, you know, the show is all about me. <laughs> but when it comes to this idea, which I'm very big on, self-awareness, which is not avoiding emotions. I really recommend a podcast that I listen to called The Happiness Lab. Uh, you might recognize it. It's a, like a top 50, at least, podcast. It's hosted by a Yale professor, Dr. Lori Santos. And on the show, she talks a lot about this. She talks a lot about facing negative emotions head on. Whatever the emotion is, stress, sadness, anger, loss, you name it. Not avoiding them because what if, shocking thought here, what if those bad feelings are telling you something important. You have to listen to them. And I really like her podcast because she brings on big named guests like Brene Brown or Adam Grant, and they give you science-backed strategies to embrace those things, to embrace your least favorite emotions. So very in line with step one here, which is feel that emotion. I would definitely recommend listening to her podcast, The Happiness Lab. It's kind of like the yin, to my yang. It's a good scientific approach to my more mindset approach. But anyway, that's the scene for this, for talking about loneliness. And woohoo, right? What a fun topic. (laughs) What a fun topic. Not really, but let's shift into a higher gear here. Put your seatbelt on for this. Here's what I've realized about being lonely, about feeling lonely. And again, if you listen to the podcast, you know what I represent to an extent you know that I really don't like patronizing self-help advice I really don't like any advice that isn't substantiated by logic like I'm not a big fan of blanket statements like you deserve the best you deserve to be this and to be that it's like well yeah of course but why tell me why and I'll agree with you don't tell me that you're a catch tell me why show me why don't tell me you deserve butterflies and rainbows just tell me why And I'll agree with you. It will be good to go. And, you know, in my life, that's how I rationalize my worth because I know the why. And it's like you don't necessarily need a psychological case study. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell type answer. Just give yourself logical proof and then action follows. That is the type of mindsets that we respond best to when we know why. So when it comes to loneliness, my advice here, what I've realized is why? Why, why, why? Once you realize why you feel lonely, it kind of flips a switch from one of passive loneliness to more active loneliness, from a defeated mentality to a fighter mentality. And so here's what I've realized. I've realized that in life, it truthfully would be, and really is easy, to fill your head, your heart, your calendar with things that you're supposed to connect with. It's very easy to do that. It's easy to find a job, relatively. It's easy to go on a date. It's easy to go on a second date. It's easy to go to a happy hour. It's easy to watch Netflix. It's easy to get a dog. It's easy to go buy a new outfit. Those are things that are easy to do. They're easy to acquire. And in life, in society, I think there's a standard list of things that you're supposed to do, you're supposed to get, you're supposed to be happy with, you're supposed to connect with. And those things are supposed to be the antidote to feeling lonely because they provide the satisfaction you're wired to look for, or you're supposed to be wired to look for. And the average person finds connection to those things. really my style, simple, but with a pop of luxury and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. But i found that in life, The connection people make to things and other people, it's rarely their first choice. It's rarely their highest standard. It's rarely their most compassionate why. Really, it it is amazing how easily we readjust our expectations for ourselves in life. It's amazing how quickly we lower the bar for ourselves because we're tired, because we're impatient, or because we're lonely. Like, I so vividly remember looking back working a sales job when I was 26, 27. And at the time, frankly, yeah, I felt pretty lonely. I did, like creatively lonely, uh, purpose-wise lonely, and just like personally, as a dude, lonely. I struggled to find connection to the work I was doing. I struggled to find connection to the people I was working with. And I remember moments where I was like, well, shit, Case, maybe this this is as good as it gets. Maybe you should calm down, take the money, adjust and just be happy with it. Why are you so hungry for more? I remember that so vividly, that little conversation. I also remember when I was 28, I was dating a very nice woman, but intuitively I just felt so lonely in the relationship. Like I knew we didn't have the compatibility I wanted. I knew she wasn't really capable of delivering what I needed, but I remember that little conversation in my head being like, Case, relax. Like she's hot. She's nice. She's there for you. Maybe you should just readjust and just be happy. And I remember those internal conversations so vividly. And I think those are pretty emblematic of how we respond to loneliness in life. And looking back, I almost accepted those conversations. I almost adjusted my expectation, my standard, my vision, whatever you want to call it. It was so easy to respond to loneliness by lowering the bar so that I wouldn't feel lonely anymore. And you know what? Frankly, I think if I had done those things, if I had just said, "Case, shut up, it's a good job. People would kill for it. Case, relax, she's a catch." I would have been less lonely. It would have worked. It would have been the antidote for me. Problem solved. I could have very easily like brainwashed in quotes myself into removing that feeling of loneliness from my life. But for one reason or another, I didn't. And I share those two stories to show you that it's very, 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 very easy to adjust yourself, to readjust yourself, to fill your life with things you're supposed to like, things you're supposed to connect with, and call it a day. It's easy to respond to loneliness by lowering the bar, because that's the antidote to it, lowering the bar. It's very easy to do that. And (laughs) scientist case here, but like as humans, we are hardwired to do that we are hardwired for self-preservation. We'll do anything to protect ourselves. We'll do anything to protect ourselves physically, and we'll do anything to protect ourselves emotionally. And a lot of the times we do it subconsciously, and we do it slowly. We feel lonely, for instance, because we have a high standard that demands connection with the world around us. But then when we struggle to feel it, we feel lonely. And some people... A lot of people, a lot of humans respond to that by no fault of their own, by no fault of our own, by lowering our threshold for that connection, by readjusting our standards that we have for ourselves. And it's not really a choice sometimes. It's really just self-preservation. You know, yeah, I don't really connect with these people, but it's better than being alone, so I will be happy. I feel alone in this relationship, but he or she looks really good on paper, so, so be it. I feel completely drained at my job, but it's a job and I keep getting promoted, so I'll be happy. I'll take it. Uh, no one shares my interests and hobbies, so I guess I'll just borrow theirs. I'll like fantasy football and brunch and whatever, and yoga <laughs> and so on. Really basic examples, but you get it. Self-preservation leads us to lower the bar we have for ourselves in response to loneliness. And if we're not careful, we slowly start to adjust until we accept that Low connection is good enough for us because we don't want to be lonely. So, the way that I've grown to see loneliness is that it is a response to your search for connection. You feel lonely when you haven't found the things, the people, the job, the hobbies that make you feel connected. And so, inherently, by that logic, loneliness is a response to honesty, loneliness is a response to your standards. Loneliness is a response to the expectations you have for yourself. And even though it absolutely hurts, absolutely hurts and is draining, I look at loneliness as the last remaining proof of your essence. (laughs) Really? I know that sounds overly serious, but it is. I'm not just saying this to come up with a redeeming story. It is so easy to lose yourself in life. It is so easy to adopt other people's truths and checklists as your own. And so when I feel lonely, I really do see it as a strength. Because when you feel lonely and your response is to not lower the bar for yourself, that means you're not letting loneliness win. It means you're respecting your search for connection. It means you're not willing to adjust your standards to find it and finally get rid of that loneliness. You're not willing to do that. You're respecting your intuition. You're respecting your old soul nature, the things that light your eyes up. And there's a quote I really like that brought this home for me when I read it. It's from a woman named Martha Beck. Um, She's way smarter than I am. She has a PhD, Harvard-trained sociologist. She's a coach. She's a New York Times bestselling author, but she has a quote that says, loneliness is proof that your innate search for connection is intact. I love that. I think it's so true. Loneliness is proof that your innate search for connection is intact. It's so true to feel lonely, to feel a sense of longing for connection, but to not have it, to yearn for it, to be frustrated because you haven't found it. That is a sign that your search is still intact. It's a sign that you're still looking. It's a sign that you haven't lowered your expectation for yourself because you believe in what you want and what you deserve. And that is absolutely a strength. And that, in my mind, is so redeeming. It might not make you feel any less lonely in the moment. I get that. I empathize with that. But doesn't that like put a little bit of wind in your sails? Like a little bit, a a small semblance of pride that you, as all humans have, you had a choice and you're respecting it because you're still searching. You haven't given up because you believe in what you deserve And Isn't that redeeming? Because in life, ultimately, if you look at life, you have two choices. You can respond to loneliness, like a lot of people do, by calling off the search, by adjusting your standards and your expectations, by brainwashing yourself into a life that avoids the pain of that search. You can do that, option one, or option two. You could stand your ground and you can embrace it. You can keep searching despite the loneliness, and you can do that because you'd rather find that connection and make it last. You'd rather find that person and know you won't be lonely again. You'd rather keep searching than call it off because the the storm makes you uncomfortable. So that's my take on loneliness and for me it's been very powerful because again back to my intro it answers the question of why. Why? Why do you feel lonely? Well, When you look at it through this lens, it's not because of the reasons we as humans love to resort to and then respond to by lowering the bar. It's not because you can't connect with others. It's not because you are weird. It's not because you are awkward. It's not because of any inherent personal flaw or trait that you deem unworthy. It's because you are still searching for the connection you deserve. That is it. And that feeling of loneliness is the side effect of searching. That's what it is. But again, I look at it as a strong sign that I am moving in the right direction, that I'm moving in the direction of living the life that I want, of finding the connection that I deserve. And as a stubborn guy, I can certainly stomach that. I can stomach feeling like an outsider at times. I can stomach periods of time of feeling lonely, but I keep my head up because I know my search for connection will be rewarded. And I hope you can too. I hope you can look to your search as a sign of strength in your life. That loneliness, yes, it is something that everyone goes through, but the fact that you feel this way, it means you haven't lowered the bar. You haven't given up and you still believe in the connection you want to find. And that is something I think you'll be proud of in the long run. So, that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope that was helpful in some way. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd give the show a five-star rating on Spotify. And also be sure to check out newmindsethoodist.com, Pick up a journal. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.